Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. And they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid. But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. We are back, season two of 25 Whistles. This is the first whistle. Kick off, Kevin. Blow that first whistle. And we are here, and Eddie isn't here today for some reason. Because so. uh, I work here. No, I mean while we're doing this. Hang out. Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, this is where I am all the time. I hear you. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> you had like, why is he we're here? Because I live here. 25 Whistles with Bobby Bones, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of college football. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. We have senior football writer and analyst for the ringer, Kevin Clark. He's been covering the NFL since he was in college, the University of Miami, we talk about the Jets, are they contenders, Joe Burrow's health, Caleb Williams, and the hype, and is Miami back? Will they ever be back? And then later on, South Carolina's running back, the carry-on joiner, who we got to spend some time with. He's played every position, basically, at South Carolina. He started to get um, offers when he was, in, like, 13 years old. That's unbelievable. At yeah, one that, point, yeah. I made him really uncomfortable. <laughs> Very. I think we both did. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. At I'll two say. different points. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I asked him the personal question. About what? His cup. Oh, yeah, we both did wiener questions. <laughs> but he brought it up. It was about a pile or, or like what happens at the bottom of a pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I asked him why he wears a cup. Oh, if did you yours turn to mine? Yes, and then you said oh. you would squeeze and twist. I said if I was at the bottom of a pile and everybody's, you can hear it. Yes. <laughs> Very dong heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Also, my nickname at college. Hey. Yeah, but to carry on, join her on later on. So pretty cool. But let's get going now with the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff Kevin. And let's welcome kickoff Kevin back for another season. Welcome, Kevin. Glad to be back, boys. All right, let's go. All right. Lionel Messi was with. Messi was here playing in Nashville last weekend. Did you even say that right? Lionel. Lionel. I mean, I, mean, it, I, would, I would say little. I, I'm not right, but I'd say Lionel Messi. They say Lionel, Lionel. He said Lionel. Lionel. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know if I, how wrong I was saying it. Go ahead. I had to throw a little twang. You just say it. Messi. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'll just say Messi. Right. He was here playing last weekend, and the tickets got up to like thousands of dollars. So I was wondering if there's one athlete you would pay way too much money to watch, who would it be, dead or alive? I think 
now where I am, I would like to go see Jordan again in his prime. Mm, that'd be cool. Which is cool because now we know how great Jordan is, was what people think of him now, still considered the greatest of all time for the most part, probably 60-40 Jordan. So Jordan or Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth is like the quintessential larger than life sports figure, the first one. I would think Babe Ruth was the first real sports superstar that people not in sports knew. Now, Newt Rockney, I don't know the whole timeline of some of those guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Newt Rockney. But it's like I still would go Babe Ruth and Michael Jordan. What about you? I would definitely go Mike Tyson. Like young oh, Mike Tyson when he was yeah. knocking people out. Quickly. You'd be so mad, though. You spend all that money, then you watch a fight for 32. You had a time machine for 32 seconds. Dude, I'm mad now when I pay for a UFC fight and it's over in 10 seconds. Yeah. But but I think those days were cool because all the celebs were there. You know, like that was my coolest, my, the favorite thing about watching those boxing matches. Like Bruce Willis was always there and a bunch of celebrities always in the in the crowd. I'm like, that'd be a special night to be out there. That's what it's like now, too. Yeah, but I, I feel like they were bigger stars then. I think the stars generally were bigger. Yeah. Now it's like, I don't know who that dude is. There are so many people that are famous now that famous watered down generally. Yeah. You got to remember people call me famous. That's true. So <laughs> famous, extremely hey, watered down these days. Uh, but yeah, it was hard to be famous back then. But when you were, you really were because yeah. there were only a few outlets to be famous through. Now you can talk to somebody who's like an expert in broccoli. He's got 73,000 followers. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. That's the broccoli that's queen. That. And I've never heard of her, but she's famous to some people. But yeah, Mike Tyson would have been awesome. That would be great. Yeah, he was a beast. Watching some of those when he's like 18, 19 years old. Oh, dude, just oh. murdering people. Who would you take? My first thing that comes in the head is Tom Brady, but I've seen him before. I would probably go like Steph Curry. I've never seen Steph Curry. Like prime Steph four to five years ago, draining threes from half court, I think would be awesome to see. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, next. Next is Philly. James Harden is going at it with the Sixers right now. There's a lot of drama going on. What's your favorite past drama between a player and team? Probably T.O. and the Eagles doing sit-ups out in front of the house in the yard mm. while all the media is there. The that's best. funny. Yes. The fact that he would do that, that's funny. <laughs> Did you ever hear T.O. when he said he didn't mean to go to Chattanooga? No. That's where he went to college. The college? He thought he was going to UT. Oh, where did we just, we just heard about this. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Maybe you sent it to me. I don't know. But that was interesting. He yeah. thought it was, te- he thought it was Tennessee Knoxville. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my he ended up going to Chattanooga, he Tennessee. Chattanooga. He was like, I would have never went there. Which is a cool town though. Chattanooga is a cool town. Yeah, but come on. Yeah, but not if you're going to go play football. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. So I go T.O. and the Eagles, but Harden just has drama following him wherever he goes. Harden's had drama with the Rockets. Harden had drama with the Nets. I guess the only team he really didn't have drama with was Oklahoma City when he was sixth man because he was sixth man of the year before he left. Mm. But Harden's just dramatic. Yes. I get it. He can play ball, but do you really want that headache on your team and pay him all that money to be a headache? So, And if it were just one time, you would go, maybe we don't know what's going on, but pretty much every team he's been with is the same situation. The common denominator is James Harden. Did you see him post on his story the fat man suit? No. <laughs> he posted it on his own story. So you know what he's saying then? Yes. He's going to get he's fat. He's going to get fat. He's oh, going to show up. He's going to do it on purpose. Does he well, do yeah. that on purpose? Yes. And it's amazing. He can Dude, like what? he can like lose it lose it all in like two games. He yeah. should be an actor. Yeah, he's acting like a real douche. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think he kind of is. Uh Eddie, anything come to mind drama between mm. a player and a team? One that was cool that to find the backstory on was Scotty Pippen, him holding out where he was like, I could play but I didn't. And you know, when I saw 
deeper into it. I felt bad for Scotty Pippen. Me too. Mm-hmm. Who didn't feel bad for him? Well, when it was happening, it was just Scotty Pippen's a loser. Exactly. He does but when you actually learn, like he was getting paid nothing. Yeah. He was such a big part of that team. But I remember being a kid and being angry at the, the, the ball players when they would strike. I just wanted to watch the games. And I'd be like, they're so greedy. They're making millions of dollars. <laughs> I hate them. I hate Come back. But really, the players had to. Or the owners would have made more and more and more money yep. not even paying their people. Like you, Sometimes you just got to do difficult things. I just went through an extremely difficult contract negotiation. Really hard. For eight months probably. That was ah, at times contentious even. And I think we're probably getting on track to being good again. But if people didn't know what was going on, like let's say this show, the Bobby Bone show, 25 whistles, whatever. Let's say that makes $5 a year. And, it, five, and I'm asking for like $1.50 for a salary. You're like, well, that makes sense. If you're able to make $5 and there are all the other expenses, you should get paid $1.50. But if you're like, man, $1.50, that's pretty... Why is he even complaining? He was making a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's just in relation. And the ballplayers weren't getting paid. Yeah, we don't know the what scale. They should. Well, we did. We found out. We, now, now we do. Yeah, That's so. like my son now. He's 15 and he was complaining about the movie, the Hollywood strike. He's just like, mm. how are we going to watch movies all year? <laughs> like, it's so dumb. Like, they're not thinking about us who want to watch the movies, though. You're not thinking about them who needs to get paid. And you're not thinking about them who will be able to make more movies right. and actually be able to have a life and insurance and yeah yeah i was same way i was same way with with baseball players all right what next did you see bryce young over the weekend he got trolled by a staffer for the media he was going up to the podium to set the mic stand and how high it should be and he's like i'm five nine how high should it be so i was wondering what's the most memorable trolling moment or comment you've ever gotten i don't know that it was trolling but going into the radio hall of fame they introduced me at the very beginning as bobby jones in, into the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, right. It's me and four 80-year-olds. It's a been, big deal. And the people have flown in all over the country. I'm the youngest person to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And they're like, tonight, you know, Harvey, manamana, Bobby Jones. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, did he just misread it? Yes, it okay. happened all the time. But okay. I was just, when you say, I, I, I get trolled all the time. But, I mean, for me, pr- that probably was just the one where I was like, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not. But that one hurt the most. Yeah, that's I wrong. can't prove he wasn't trolling me. <laughs> you can't. But I can't prove he, he might was. have been. And Bryce Young, I've watched, you know, they do these complete packages where you can watch every snap, every drop back. I don't watch the handoffs. I'll watch every drop back. And Bryce Young's just been getting rocked because his offensive line sucks. Hold on, back it up. What do you mean a package? So they'll, they'll, they'll put a package of clips up. And it's like, this is every drop back from Bryce Young for this entire game. That's so cool. So you're just watching 19 drop backs. Wow. I didn't know they had that. That's cool. So it's edits them all together. I, yeah. see them on, I see them on Twitter all the time. And so I, I've watched Bryce Young's twice and poor guy. Mm-hmm. Now, is he falling just because it's preseason? It's he's like, probably falling because he's small and well, he's going to get wrecked. I thought that yeah. too, but then I'm thinking like, it's preseason. You feel like you're going to get sacked, just fall. I mean, what is it? What but I would that? do that anyway. I think you should do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're pe- about to get sacked and you're not really Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. like Peyton Manning did that later in his career because he just didn't want to get hit anymore. Yeah. yeah. And Bryce Young's small. My point with is he has no time to do anything, but he has such poise. Even as he's getting wrecked, I have not seen a rookie quarterback with such poise. Speaking of poise though, uh, I did see Stetson Bennett the third. Boys. Why do you call him the third? Fourth. We don't know one and two. The fifth. Is he, what is we he? We all know who Stetson Bennett is. Just say Stetson Bennett. No, but he's got the Roman he, numeral, But though. I don't care. I don't know what yeah. number he is. But you don't have to respect the but Roman numeral. But I don't numeral. call anybody by their numeral. Do the announcers say it when you're watching the game? 
Stetson Bennett the, the fourth? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> the fourth is three for nine. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I figure if he's got the Roman numeral, we need to respect I it. I had trouble calling Chad Ochocinco Ochocinco, <laughs> and that was even his name name. Me too. Well, how about Robert uh, Chosen now? Anderson? Robbie Anderson? He's his Robbie Chosen, Chosen now. Oh, I was watching the other day. They're like, Robbie Chosen? Mm-hmm. What does he mean by that? Like the chosen one? Mm-hmm. Probably. Interesting. Meta World Peace, also tough. Oh, yeah. Always at Ron Artest. <laughs> yes. But Bri- I think Bryce is going to be really good if he gets any any sort of help. That team is just, they're going to struggle this year. We were with them. The episode's up now of our Too Much Access with the Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young felt like I was talking to a veteran in the league. Funny, intelligent. Good head on his shoulders. Just, just. A dude and Coach Reich loved him. Obviously, I think they know they're in a, a building season sure. over in Carolina. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if I were a Carolina Panthers fan, I would love from what I'm seeing from Bryce right now because again, just watch him. He's just so poised. And he's been getting wrecked. Mm-hmm. I get hit once. Ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> You're on the ground immediately. For 30 yeah, immediately. <laughs> uh, all right, what else? Last one here. Trevor Lawrence recently said that he was on an all time great team in twenty eighteen when they won the college football championship. So in your mind, who is the best college team you've ever seen? Two things come to mind. One is probably a little bit of recency bias, but LSU and four years ago with Joe Burrow, uh, because it was Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson mm. at the same time. I mean, think about it. You have both those receivers. If your fantasy team has both those receivers, you're in like the greatest fantasy league team of all time. But you have both on a college team? Yeah. Like that is pretty amazing. I also think a USC back... In 2004, before Texas beat them, the year before they got beat. That Matt, te- that Matt team Leinard? Had- yeah. Who? Leinard. Matt Leinard. Who? Leinard. Who? Matt Leinard. <laughs> am, I, am I saying it wrong? Uh, Matt. Matt Leinard. Leinert. Leinard. There's a T in there. Isn't yeah, there a you're D-T? saying a D. You're saying a There's- D. Matt Leinert. <laughs> but you're saying Matt Leinard. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've always pronounced it. Is that yeah, not right? No, Matt Leinert. Okay, Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. There we go. Reggie Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. No, no, no. Who else on that team? I don't know. Who's the other running back? Thunder and Lightning. Reggie Bush and Ooh. played for the Titans, too. USC played for the Titans. Big boy. Remember Thunder and Lightning? Bush was fast. He was strong. Mm. I don't did, remember. Did he came here? Lindell White? No. Oh, really? Mm-mm, I don't remember him. Yeah, he played here. And then, but that Texas team was really good, too, with Vince Young and Jamal Charles. Nasty. But I'd probably go yes. LSU, that USC team, and that Texas team. Anybody? That, it was before my time, but the Miami teams where they had all the first round picks. That was um, with Jimmy Johnson? Ed Reed. No. Um, no. No, no, no. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember his name right I'll now. come back to it, yes. Uh, Ed Reed, Andre Johnson, Clinton Portis, Sean Taylor. There were just so many. It was like boats. Of, and then like Willis McGay, he shows up and is like third string. It was, cr- yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the coach who went to North Carolina for a while, he had like a bowl cut. It doesn't matter. If you wouldn't have said, we'll just cut this. Larry Coker. I wasn't who I was thinking of. So, <laughs> so we'll just. Cut. I was thinking of Butch Davis. Oh, okay. I was thinking of Butch Davis. <laughs> you know, hey, look, man, it's a lot of football. And you know what? We're gonna leave it in there. I, yeah. just, <laughs> I didn't even look Butch Davis up. I was thinking of Butch Davis though, and we're not cutting it out. Okay. It's a lot of football to remember. It's a lot of football to remember. That's right. Okay. Uh, reminder that Twenty Five Whistles is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of college football. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Coming up on Thursday or Friday. Because we're doing shows on Tuesdays and Fridays, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So on Friday, we'll, we'll do the 25 Whistles Parlay. And here's the thing I want to say. I'm thinking about just keeping track of every single bet I do, period, and, let, and just seeing a running total on it. 
Okay. The risk is the risk is I just look like an idiot. But nobody thinks I'm not an idiot. Right. You're just a normal dude making yes, bets. Yes. Right. And educated I went on, guesses. I went on a streak last year mm-hmm. on these parlays, like twelve in a row. It was amazing. Ask Reed, he knows. <laughs> yes. So I'm thinking about just keeping track of every college bet. Maybe like just college football bets only. Even your live bets that you do when yeah, you're like late I night? Okay. Anything I do. Wow. Because <laughs> you get pretty desperate in those. <laughs> when you're chasing later in the night, you're I like, don't all really right. I chase. I try to gain. It's Colorado and Utah. <laughs> I got to make my <laughs> How money How many back. West Coast games are on? <laughs> uh, Navy and Notre Dame play this week. You know, there aren't really big games that are national games, but it's the first week of games. It's exciting. Uh, San Jose State at USC. Come on. Um, Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Let's go. Which they're playing quickly. Dude, you can give me the hilltoppers and I'm watching it. And you I'm just made fun of me. He projected. That was called projecting everybody. What do you mean? You're like, when you're chasing, you're trying to get a game. <laughs> no, That's you I'm more ta- than it is me. I'm talking about the first week of football where you're like, I don't care who's playing. Who if is you, that? Tulane? Let's go. <laughs> if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem. 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. See show notes for full details. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, this interview was awesome. Kevin Clark's awesome. I don't know what else to say because it's just an awesome deal. Three awesomes, that's how you know this is a fun interview. <laughs> and so let's go to Kevin Clark. Kevin worked for the Wall Street Journal before going to The Ringer in 2016. He has a show called Slow News Day that I want you to check out, where he interviews some of the biggest names in football, including Josh Allen, Caleb Williams, and more. Uh, great video show. Follow Kevin on Twitter and Instagram, at by Kevin Clark. It's a good one. I enjoyed it. Here he is, Kevin Clark. Kevin, what's up, man? What's going on, Bobby? Hey, the picture of your face on the little headshot here is deceiving. I was ready for you to come on and, I don't know, you look angry or smart or something. Oh, my gosh. That's the, that's our 2016 headshot um, <laughs> that I wish was eradicated from the internet. Like, I want to pay one of those companies that like specializes in getting bad news off of Google, but just for that headshot. Mm, we have a company that that we pay, my wife and I, that takes like down all of our personal information. So... 
It's like monthly they go, all this stuff has been written about you. Here's where they say you live. And they're never right. But they can wipe pretty much anything off for the right price. And I think no money is too much to take that picture down. (laughs) (laughs) Good to talk to you, man. Do do, do they freelance? Yeah. uh, Good to talk to you. We have uh, very close, you know, similar friends and um, you know, it's, it's really good to kind of talk to you in person here. Um, so let's start with the jets and are they going to be any good? Yes or no. They'll be better than they were last year. Um, I think that generally they had to go get a quarterback. I saw a stat a couple of days ago that blew my mind, which is that since pro football focus started charting it, Mark Sanchez in 2010 was the best quarterback the jets have had. Okay. Take that. That's that's one thing. The second thing is that year that Mark Sanchez was the best quarterback on record for the Jets, he was the 18th best quarterback in the NFL. That's it. So that's all you need to know about the last 20 years of Jets fandom is that they've rooted for people who are the 18th or worse at the quarterback position every single year. So they had to go out and get a swing. They had to go get Aaron Rodgers. He was the best quarterback available. They couldn't have gone with Zach Wilson or just tried to sound like a Jameis Winston type of stopgap. So they'll be better than they were. I see like 10 wins, 11 wins. This is not a super team um, by by any means. I guess I, I, I'm going to go back to a comic. Pennington was never better than Mark Sanchez. That was before kind of the last 20 years when 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 he came in. Oh, but, I'm that um, old. I th- I'm that yeah. old. God dang. <laughs> Older ever. That sucks, dude. <laughs> I just talked into how old I am. Okay. Okay, good. PFF era is like 20, 2005 and beyond, which Pennington was still on the team. It was just, I think he cycled out and he was on the Dolphins by 08, I want to say, with Parcells. So with Aaron Rodgers coming in and, you know, they took some of that money that he gave back which wasn't charity. He needed more playmakers around him. And they just signed a running back, a really good one who's probably still in the backside of his prime even. But again, their offensive line really doesn't seem to be what Aaron Rodgers is used to. Is that going to be what holds the offense back more than anything? Well, yes, and whether or not, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is old. Like, you and I are old. Like, when when we screw up our calf it takes five days to recover and i don't think that's a uh just because you're a professional athlete and you train a little bit better you know age is undefeated father time is undefeated as charles barkley said the only two things that are undefeated are father time and the blackjack table um and i think that you get into a situation where everything hurts a little bit more um uh hits and if we're talking about the offensive line if he gets driven into the ground that could be more serious but yeah if you're looking for a positional unit it is the offensive line but then you just wonder what the expiration date on a veteran quarterback is um i think rogers has a couple good years left in him he wants to play multiple years bobby i mean the thing that that, that is probably most interesting to me is we've gotten so spoiled with this idea the quarterbacks can play until they're 41 42 43 because we saw tom brady do it drew Brees had an unbelievable uh longevity career but at some point some of these guys are going to age out before age 43 um and you wonder if that's if that's going to be rogers um you wonder if it's it's some of these other guys who are, who are getting up there in years like these guys have taken a lot of hits um relative to what basically the old old style football was drew Brees didn't get hit a ton because of the way he passes aaron Rodgers gets hit a ton because of the way he runs in the backfield and extends plays and stuff like that. He's broken his collarbone before. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how Rodgers ages. He was not particularly great last year. Um, and I think that some of that was, I think, his drop, uh, his wide receivers, the, the drop number went from 13 to 40 last year. Um, he didn't have Devontae Adams as a safety valve. So there's a lot of kind of built-in excuses that Rodgers had last year, but I didn't see that, that kind of MVP form. So I think it's a combination of offensive line, 
whether or not Rogers ages well in the next year and a half, um, I think those are the things to watch as far as what could hold the Jets back. Because otherwise, you know, like the defense with the Jets, like it reminds me a little bit of Brady with the Bucks, where it's a fast front seven, it's young guys everywhere, one of the best cornerbacks in football in Sauce Gardner. No real questions there, except to say that the AFC is, is stacked and a bunch of teams have have talented rosters like that. It's interesting the point you bring up about these quarterbacks giving us an unfair expectation of other quarterbacks with Brady playing in his 40s, Rodgers playing in his 40s, two years removed from an MVP too. So, you know, even this older version of Aaron Rodgers has been really good. And I think about when Adrian Peterson came back from his, what, ACL injury so quickly, Mm -hmm. then every running back started to be compared to, unfairly, to Adrian Peterson's crazy fast recovery. And if you didn't recover or you didn't play to 41, 42 years old, people would hold that against him. Yeah, and it's funny because I just saw a study this morning that, like, I guess European doctors are like, wait, NFL teams are doing what with ACLs and what with Achilles injuries? And, like, we they, they, they rush them back so much uh, at the NFL, and it becomes unfair. And if a guy is struggling now, it just becomes – and I'll give you a great example. You want to talk about the Packers. David Bakhtiari is a guy who had a pretty serious lower body injury. And from the time he was, quote-unquote, medically cleared, everybody's saying, well, where's Bakhtiari? I don't know. Different people – heal at different points of of time and like the idea that these guys need to get rushed back on the field immediately and if you don't you should be i mean michael thomas in new orleans another example these guys get killed for not coming back and i just think that's maybe a old school mentality of like as soon as you're ready just go you play hurt you're never the, the old line is you're never 100 in the nfl blah 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 like some of these guys are trying to have longevity in their career and the idea you need to rush back from a serious injury whether that's achilles acl broken leg or whatever it's very strange and it kind of goes against a lot of the sports science innovations of the last decade it's kind of the last old school thing we do in the nfl bobby I think Anthony Rizzo from the Yankees had the concussion. Yeah, and and, and he then played for I don't know fifty like two games. Months. Yes, fifty. Well, however, fifty games or so. Not that's that number's not exactly right. Then he's like, well, my batting average has only been one hundred, and I think I'm going to go ahead and take a break. And you're like, wow, you, it, whomever that was, that pushed probably himself. He's his own guy, obviously. But you're right; it's a culture thing, and it probably set him back way farther than he had he just went and addressed it originally. A hundred percent. It is a culture thing because I've heard, I remember uh, I've been covering this league since I was in college and I, you've heard stories of guys got a bum knee and his coach says, Hey, listen, we're going to go in a different direction if you're not out there today. And then you have to go and rush it. And, uh, you know, Rizzo is a different case because he's got a lot of money coming to him and that's guaranteed, but it's a culture thing. You're in New York city. I live right about 25 minutes North of, of Yankee stadium. And everybody here talks about Aaron judge's performance and Anthony Rizzo's performance and labor Torres's performance every single morning. And you don't want to remove yourself from that. There's a ton of pressure um, that goes along with that and a ton of pressure in the community. I saw Anthony Rizzo at a Rangers game last summer. Um, you know, people will talk to him and say, hey, good or bad, you know, here's what you're doing. And so you understand how that all builds on itself. Um, and the other thing is, I, I, I've learned over the past few years that the number one bond or the number one motivating force for guys in sports is their teammates. And I, there's been a lot of studies on this that basically they stop listening to the coach after a while. They stop listening to the fans after a while. GM, they never cared about. They care about the guy in the locker next to them or the guy in the position next to them. And so there's pressure from all sides. The only thing there's not ever pressure on is sitting out. 
And and that's that that I think is is no one ever says you should sit out. That's why I was actually impressed the other day when Jamar Chase said that Joe Burrow should sit a couple of games to start the season just to make sure he's healthy. Nobody ever says that. And so the fact that um, some players are becoming a little more smart on that is actually kind of a, a watershed moment. Go to Joe Burrow. We saw the clip, and then every doctor that's not even really a doctor starts diagnosing him within 15 <laughs> seconds. Twitter doctors. I yeah. love it. <laughs> so where where is he now? And they obviously have given us more information, but what do you know as yeah. of today? So he's trending the way he should be. I was at practice for two days, two weeks ago, and everything, nobody would say it because they're kind of trying to be uh, – I, I wouldn't even say optimistic. They're just trying to keep it under wraps because they don't want to rush him, right? But it seems like everything is trending towards week one. He's a tough guy. Um, what I will say is that I wouldn't expect, and this happened last year and the year before, I wouldn't expect to see Joe Burrow spreading five guys out and scoring 100 touchdowns a game in week one. I talked to him a couple of years ago, and it was after his ACL, kind of struggling in August, September. And he had told me that vision, listen, this is no secret. Vision is his strength and his best thing, his best attribute is spreading guys out, uh, reading the defense and picking them apart. And what happens when you're out of practice, whether that's via ACL a couple of years ago, last year, the appendix surgery, this year it's the calf, is you don't have the same sharpness. It's like any of us returning to our jobs after a long layoff. Um, you don't have the same sharpness. And so I think you might see more interceptions, uh, might see more confusion and just the ability, the inability to read a defense like you would be able to in November and December. There's a learning curve when your entire uh, your entire strength is is being able to see everything clearly because your eyes just aren't sped up like that. So I think he's going to be back in September. I think he's going to play all the games he's scheduled to play. But I do think if there's any indication of, of the past few years, it might be another slow start for the Bengals. You just mentioned three injuries over the last three years that Joe Burrow's had. I don't really consider Joe Burrow injury prone, but he's had something all three years. When you lay it out like that, I'm like, dang, he's had an ailment all three seasons. How do you feel about Joe Burrow as being injury prone? Well, a couple of things. Number one, he's tough as hell, um, which sometimes works against guys. I remember obviously a different deal, but Andrew Luck used to say he wanted to get hit on the first series of the game every time because he just wanted to get that out of the way, feel like it's football and go from there. Sometimes these tough guys, um, it's to their detriment. And you would almost wish you had a Kyler Murray who, because of his size, just says, you know what, I'm just going to bail on this play and lay down and and, and not get hit. Um, Joe Burrow is not that guy. He's tough and he's willing to take hits. And sometimes that's to, to a detriment. You know, uh, Brandon being the GM of the Bills told me last, last year that the one thing he'll get on Josh Allen about, it's not bad interceptions, it's taking bad hits and going and trucking Kyle Van Noy in Miami a couple of years ago, which I think the entire Bill staff was all pissed off about because they were just like, why are you doing it? You don't have to do this. Just run out of bounds. And so Joe Burrow is that kind of guy. He likes taking hits. He likes showing his toughness. He's been like that for a really long time. He's almost, I mean, there's a story in Bruce Feldman's book about how he started a practice fight at LSU because there was another fight on the other side of the field that he wasn't involved in. He felt bad about not being in the fight. So he started another fight in the next play. Like that's just the way he's, that's just the way he's wired. Right. And so um, I don't I don't think if it, it's three separate injuries, right? ACL, calf, appendix. Appendix, from what I understand, you probably can't even do anything about. I don't know if football can cause that. I think it's just kind of a human injury because I know a lot of people who had appendix surgery and they didn't play football, right? Um, but I think that over time, the more hits you take, and Joe Burrow's okay with taking them, 
the likelihood is that you're you're going to get hurt. And so I don't think he's injury prone. I just think those type of tough guys are something to watch, especially when you talk about Joe Burrow. He's getting more muscular, but he's still not like he's still not Cam Newton, Josh Allen. He's not one of those absolute um, specimens as far as body type goes. He's getting bigger. I saw him in the locker room the other day. He's actually quite jacked, um, but it's not he it, it still hurts when he takes a big NFL hit. Kevin Clark, it's Eddie here. I got a question Why'd for you. Why'd you say his name like that? <laughs> I just want people to know who I'm talking to. You know no, what but I mean? You can say your name. He knows Kevin Clark, he Eddie is. Garcia here. What's up, man? Oh, my God. Eddie, what's up, brother? Hey, question for you. I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but there are two things that are keeping yeah. me from saying this is our year. It's Dak Prescott and it's Tony Pollard. Where should I feel about these two dudes? You already say year? it's their year. You've said that to me 20 times. You just don't want to be in front of Kevin saying that. Correct. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, let's break this down. Why to why is Tony Pollard one of you don't think he's good enough? I, I, I want to ask you that. Do you think he's good enough to carry the backfield for the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Um, I'm not a running backs don't matter guy. I think running backs matter quite a bit. But I also think that there's a lot of things that matter more. Offensive line, run blocking, getting Zach Martin back in camp is usually important. And quarterback play. And by the way, also just offensive coordinator, which I think I think. Kellen Moore has been overrated for a number of years. Um, and I, and the number one thing people asked me kind of off the record, um, actually, let me rephrase that. The number one thing coaches asked me off the record was what the hell is going on with Sean Payton? But then the number two thing is, is Kellen Moore uh, going to work with Justin Herbert? And I think there, I think there's some skepticism. I mean, he was just running, Kellen Moore was just running the the Jason Garrett, um, Scott Lenahan offense uh, with Mike McCarthy, right? And I think that there was still, I think there was some some probably philosophical mix up there last year. I think Dak having the McCarthy offense with Brian Schottenheimer will simplify things. Um, I think that Dak in itself, I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's enough to win a Super Bowl. I think the talent there is insane. CeeDee Lamb, I think, was the ninth best receiver last year by yards per um, yards per route run, which is a hugely predictive statistic. Um, this is elite talent. The defense, we know Dan Quinn, Micah Parsons, like we know they have the pieces to be elite. I really actually liked uh, Smith, the, the, the big defensive lineman who they got in there. Um, I think things are coming together. Dak Prescott doesn't have to be the elite of the elite for them to win the NFC. The NFC is barren. And it's only going to take a couple of, you know, games in December and all of a sudden, you know, a couple fumble luck, couple injury luck, whatever. And they can get uh, uh, a couple easy playoff games. They can make the Super Bowl easily. They've got the talent. I think Dak Prescott can win a Super Bowl. And I think he can help Tony Pollard win a Super Bowl. Woo! In fact, I go as far to say, Eddie. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> the Cowboys are my pick out of the NFC. Woo! Oh, you heard him. You heard Kevin Clark say that right now, Bones. Yeah, but you were not honest about your feelings. No, no, no. I was setting him up, Bones. That's what you for, do. You set him up for what? You set him up. You're like, hey, man, I don't know if we're good enough. And then look, what did he come out with? We're good enough to win the he NFC, baby. Me. He baited me. Speaking <laughs> of that division, the commanders, uh, Dan Snyder's not the owner anymore. Have you seen a difference in last year at a Dan yeah. Snyder uh, it, versus a, you know this new Josh Harris team? So I saw it. It's actually kind of funny. I was there for two days last week. Outside the lines, outside the field, night and day. Thousands of fans in the stands, everybody wearing commander's gear. Everybody's excited. They were turning people away, all that stuff, right? On the field, same old team. Sam Howell doesn't look like he's a long-term answer. Maybe, maybe he'll develop into something I just didn't like what he was doing uh, in practice, hold on to the ball forever, which, by the way, all three quarterbacks there do. Um, the talent is just... 
not where it needs to be. There's only a handful of players. I think Terry McLaren and the and two of the defensive linemen or front seven guys are the only players who are under contract for for more than two years um, who aren't rookies, and that's that's probably a good thing. There's just no talent there. But I also don't think anybody cares. Like Josh Harris buying that team is the most transformational single transaction for a franchise of any team in the last 20 years, and maybe even like. 30 years, 40 years. I, I don't know how far you want to Since go back. Since Chad Pennington played. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, it, it's just like, you know, I have a bunch of family in Washington, right? And the way they talk about the Washington team of the early 90s, it's like, I like they're from a different universe. You know, I was listening to a Bill Parcells interview a couple of weeks ago and he was like, oh, you know how crazy those games were and how loud that crowd was at RFK. And I was like, I have no idea. Like, what are you talking about? I, I just doesn't seem I'm I was born in 1986. And so I my first Super Bowl, I'm, I'm happy to say for you guys was was the last Cowboys Bill Super Bowl. And so I missed Joe Gibbs, I missed all of that stuff. And so to hear that the commander of some crown jewel franchise seems incredibly foreign to me. And so um, I think they're going to be able to turn it around. I think the fan base is going to come back really quickly. Um, and then Josh Harris is a good owner. He'll take a year to evaluate. He'll fire the people that needs to be fired. I think we all have a pretty good idea of who that is. And then we can we can go from there. And, and I think that you're going to see a pretty a model franchise really quickly because I don't think people get the way Philadelphia loves the Eagles, the way Dallas loves the Cowboys, the way that New York and, and Jersey love the Giants. That used to be Washington, and it will be very quickly. Are they going to change the name again? I hope so. Shouldn't they, guys? Shouldn't they just go back to Washington Football Team or Washington Football Club? I did like the cool. football club, football team better than the Redskins, better than the command. The Commanders just feel forced. The, it's just like I'm going to name my team something that commands you. Wait, you are also <laughs> any Snyder decision was bad, so just undo right. It. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> changing the name to something all new seems annoying, and just I, we had to go through this again. It's almost like I'm getting married for a fourth time. You've got to change my last name over and over again. But I would, I think the Washington football team or even club, very soccer feeling, would be pretty cool. And I, too, see if I were a Reds, a command, whatever. If I <laughs> were a fan we of the us. Washington team, I would be very excited Snyder's out because at least there's hope. It's just not bleak. It was just bleak with well, Dan Snyder's the owner. That, that was the thing when I was watching practice that was so interesting to me because I think that there was a feeling anytime anybody flashed, whether that's our, Robert Griffin III – whether that's even Terry McLaren, like there was just this feeling, or Chase Young is rookie year, there's just this feeling that Snyder was going to screw it up. Even if Snyder had taken Patrick Mahomes in 2017, he would have found a way to screw that up. There was no momentum. There was nothing building on anything. And now it feels like, okay, if we had this one kernel, this one shred of success, um, then we can build on that because we have a competent owner who's going to hire the right people, hire a coach who knows what he's doing, um, hire a GM who's going to stack talent. Like, it's just, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I'm a big Orlando Magic fan. I'm wearing a Magic magic shirt right now, actually. And it just felt for years, especially like uh, right after the Dwight Howard trade, that nothing was ever building towards anything. And if we'd get a guy like Tobias Harris, he would have scored 20 points a game. It would go towards nothing, and then we'd give him up for nothing, which is ex exactly what ended up happening. Um, but it, it's just, if there's nothing, if it feels hopeless, that that uh, touches every corner of the franchise very, very, very quickly. And it's felt like that including in the fan base in Washington for uh, since since the Pennington era, I would say. All right, three final questions. Caleb Williams, my question is, I don't know, is he going to be awesome? 
Yes, he is. I think there's a there's a couple of good quarterbacks. Drake May is really good. Riley Leonard at Duke is really good. Caleb Williams is probably going to be number one. He was uh, Caleb Williams on my show a couple weeks ago. Um, I really liked him. He's a pretty thoughtful guy. He completely dismissed the Mahomes comparisons. Just said we're different people. He's got two Super Bowls. I haven't even won a national championship. Um, I think I think he's an interesting guy. And I think some team. I think the Cardinals are probably going to sell out to get him. And that's that's going to work. I think he's going to be really, really, really good. Some of the advanced metrics show him he's a little Mahomes-like. Um, and so I, I, I do think that's going to work. With the Cardinals seemingly tanking and with Kyler Hurt, it's a weird position to be Kyler Murray because you want to play to show that you still can play. You don't want to play injured, but you also know that if your team gets the number one pick, you're out. That's just a bizarre situation. Let me push back on that. So... He's made a ton of money. He's due a ton of money. Arizona, not the best place to be from a franchise standpoint. Not going to help you win. Isn't the best thing just being able to choose where you get to go? But does he get to choose? In the bank? Does he get to choose, well, though? Well, who's going to trade for him? Who's going to trade for that contract if he doesn't play this year? Somebody that has the money and probably isn't very good also, right? Well, maybe, or maybe they just wouldn't be able to. I think it'd be really hard. I mean, listen, we're in the post-Carson Wentz era. I'll let me say that. Teams were willing to trade for Carson Wentz, and once that happened, I'm ready to believe any contract is tradable. So maybe, <laughs> maybe there's that. But if he if he doesn't play this year and he gets a reputation as as a guy who, um, you know, doesn't want to play through injury or whatever, kind of like we were talking about earlier, I think he would be he would reach for agency at least, or or have to go one year in some stopgap place. And he could choose where he wants. He's got a bunch of money in the bank, and he could go to a, a better franchise. I don't know. I'm I think that. Um, the Cardinals are probably going to retool anyway, and I don't know if he's in their long-term plans just because they might have the first two picks in the draft next year because they got Houston's uh, number one pick, too, for, for the Will Anderson trade. So they're going to remake their franchise, and I don't think they're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first overall pick or whatever. They're going to take a quarterback if they get it. And so I think that um, the timelines just don't match up there. It's a new coach. It's a new GM. Kyler Murray's in the middle of his second contract. It's huge. Like maybe a, a, a fresh start is probably better for everybody. I just, it would hurt my ego as someone who lives with an ego that the team that I'm on is being talked about tanking so they can draft my replacement. And he already is known as a guy with an ego. I, I just would, it would be awkward for me to be around the building at all. Uh, I guess we're different. I can be paid off. <laughs> Fair. Fair. No amount of money, though. Once, I just, my I, as ego. long as I, I, I have a number that if my bank account reaches it, I'm okay. good. That's fair. And so I, Tyler's hitting that number. All right. Final question for you here. <laughs> uh, per, this is a personal question for you. I mean, it really is. Is Miami back? <laughs> They're always back, but you know, are they back now? Oh, God. I just saw um, that. Our super booster, John Ruiz, uh, if you're following that, he's the guy who's been funding the NIL money, that he's been sued for, uh, apparently his company is a, is a Ponzi scheme, according to the people who are suing him. So uh, Miami's back to scandals, huge scandals, um, which I guess is back in You're a back, way. baby! Um, yeah, we're back. We're back. Well, we're getting sued for, for Ponzi scheme running. We know we're back. Um, no, it's, uh, it's going to take a couple of years. Uh, I think they'll be good this year. They have Texas A&M second week of the season, which would be a good litmus test because Texas A&M is also trying to get back. Um, I think 2024 is more likely. Um, I think they will get back to sort of a 10 win thing. But the problem is Bobby is like, and you know, Texas is like this as well, but like the competition for Miami recruits, South Florida recruits, Fort Lauderdale recruits is just way too high. And, and the game changed and, 
coaches, whether that's Butch Davis, Jimmy Johnson, used to be able to go around Miami with a basically a sign-up sheet and say, hey, you know, we're going to take the 25 best players in, in Miami-Dade and, and Broward County. That doesn't happen anymore. And teams like Louisville and Georgia and Alabama are down in Fort Lauderdale every single day recruiting. And so that's that's the the choice that that uh that that that's the state of play now and we have to adjust to it and understand that like we're only going to get five of the top 25 guys um in south florida and then once that happens you go from winning the national title every other year to winning the acc every five years which is probably uh the trajectory they're on unless they improve quite a bit in the next couple of years we were talking about slow news day before you came on so i want to encourage everybody else to go check out slow news day it's a great show um, and follow Kevin on Twitter, Instagram. It's by Kevin Clark, B Y yes, Kevin sir. Clark, a uh, big fan. You know, my friends say you're cool. So you must be cool. Cause my friends are not that cool <laughs> and they don't like to say other people are cool. <laughs> so, you know, good, good to spend some time with you. And I'll say I, this. I, I, I know who you're talking about and I, those guys are not cool. That's what I'm saying. They're not cool. So for <laughs> yeah, them to yeah, say yeah. anybody's cool is that, so I'll say this. And my final thing to say is that I know you're a big magic fan. I think you're going to be extremely impressed and surprised at Anthony Black, like that dude. He is, as they say, he's got the dog that lives in him. So he's going to, he's you're going to, so lo- you're going to love the guy. You're going to love him. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited. I we, we, with Paolo, Franz, like there's actual. Even though there was no ownership change, it honestly feels like uh, like 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 we have it's a new day there. Uh, oh. it, it's just it's awesome, and I'm I'm no longer embarrassed to wear magic shirts around New York. I was just handed this uh, breaking news: Dan Snyder bought the magic. Oh crap! <laughs> oh oh no. no! All right, oh, no. we'll leave you on that, Kevin. Thank you for the time, buddy. Good to see you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I right, see you later. <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Thanks to Kevin Clark. Great interview. Love that dude. Hope to have him on again sometime soon. Now, you've waited all year. The time has finally arrived. College football back. And so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any college football bet. Like I mentioned, the Vanderbilt... And Hawaii has to come here, which I mean, Nashville's cool, but that's a long. But, that, long but road. also, the, but it's far for people to go to Hawaii too. Yeah, but, but you're going to you go to Hawaii. I know yeah, it's different. I'd never want to play an away game if I was playing Hawaii, uh-huh. living in Hawaii. 
Um, but we actually yesterday afternoon went and hung out with the Vanderbilt coach and player. So big Vandy guy this year. Big Vandy guy. Big Vandy Anchor guy. Anchor down, baby. Anchor down. That's right. They're a <laughs> 17 and a half point favorite. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. And we'll, we'll give you the parlay coming up on Friday's show. But kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code Bobby Sports. New customers can score $200. And bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Bobby Sports. Put that in, please. Let them know you're listening. Bobby Sports. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem. 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for full show notes and details. I got a couple notes that I made here. I was watching the BMW. I bet on the BMW. And that is... Was top fifty of the golfers. Yep, from seventy to fifty. Going to thirty. Yeah, which which happened and oh, Eddie's guy won. Stupid. Uh, yeah, Victor Holland, man, I bet on him every week, and it's and you know don't get it twisted. I bet five dollars, like to win, and usually where Victor is on a Sunday morning, I mean that's like five dollars to win like a hundred. Wait, so you only bet at Sunday? Yeah, I wake up Sunday morning and see where they're at. And then oh, I, I thought you bet before the tournament. No, no. And I usually see like, you know, all right, who's leading? Scheffler. Who's behind him? Fitzpatrick, no chance. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And then I'm like, ooh, Victor, like that's not bad. He's in the top four, top five. Like, let me put five bucks on him. And, dude, he won the whole thing. Good for him, dude. I bet 500 bucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hold on. It's a little different. I didn't even tell you guys who I bet yet. I split it up a little bit because I know if I hit Yeah, one. but I was just talking about $5 bets here. Oh, I'm about to tell you how stupid I am. I don't like sharing all my bets because I just feel like an idiot. But I wanted to spread it out a little bit because if you can hit a golf winner, there's so many golfers. Mm-hmm. And I bet it before the tournament starts. The odds are amazing. I want the really, really just prime odds. So I bet four golfers, and I spent 500 bucks on four golfers. So... 125 bucks a golfer. I bet Ricky Fowler to win. He did not win. I bought. I bet Rory to win. Finished fourth. He did not win. He had a good little run there Oof. for a bit. Uh, yeah, he did. I thought he had a shot. I bet Jordan Spieth to win. He did not win. He, I, I think he missed the 30 too. I bet Scotty Scheffler to win. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, and so Eddie. Well, sends me over his, hey, look, I paid $5 and I won. <laughs> so I sent him mine back. I was like, I bet a freaking hundred, whatever. And I'll, I was about to clean up. That's our thing, dude. And then Eddie's too. like, all he's got to do is, it, oh, it's pissing me off. Well, well I, I felt like you didn't understand the situation because you're like, shut up. I'm hoping for this. I'm like, dude, he has to eagle the next hole and it's a par four. Like he's no, got I got, it didn't matter. But I'm like, stupid. shut me, shut up. He has no chance of winning. Like you've lost your bet. Hey, look at my bet slip. <laughs> so dumb. I just I can't win a golf. It's hard. it's not it's easy. So hard. It's not easy, Kevin. Let me tell you Bobby's weird tactic. He usually bets on people, and not the four that he mentioned. He bets on people that he's played with before. Yeah, like uh, that's true. Sam, Sam I did Burns. bet Sam Burns, um, Jordan Spieth. Not in this mix because I, I look back and I was like, when did I bet Sam Burns? I did bet Sam Burns by itself, twenty five bucks at the very beginning. And then he had a terrible first day. Then he went like nine under the second day. And I was like, we're back in there, baby. And he lost. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did. But yeah. Spieth, I played with Spieth twice. Ch- Chess and Hadley. We met him at Pebble Beach. That's had a good guy. conversation. We text all the time. Bobby texts like, with You him. bet them to win, though. Not even finish top to 10 win. or anything. Yeah. Dang. But so, th- sometimes I bet t- top 10. Okay. If it's like Chess and I bet top 10. Okay. And then he finished like 12th. And I'm like, God dang, dude. Did yeah. you call him? Yeah, I text him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I had money on you. What yeah. I don't know how that makes him feel. 
He's like, yeah, bro. I was trying to win the tournament I for my career. That. I think about that part. I was like, I had a bunch of money on you. Thanks for letting. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Well, congrats, so, congrats, Victor. congrats on your win. Man, it's a trip to see to see him talk, huh, Victor Hovland? I, I don't watch him talk because I'm always pissed. I lost a bet. Right, got it. So you I don't watch it. the post. What does he talk like? Can you? Well, because like he's like no? from Norway, and like you know, it's like he spells his name with a K, and he's just like, yeah, man, I played a really good round today, and I'm like, whoa. I oh, that's it. how he talks. Yeah, not uh, with a crazy accent. No, I thought uh, he would be like straight. Foreigner. I'm never there. I never bet on him. So I, <laughs> by the time my guy loses, I'm out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I saw Giannis at the airport. That was crazy. You, you too. Yeah, both Bobby and I were flying in. But oh, here's my the, the problem that I have. Well, me too. Oh, you too. I, yeah, it's too yeah. late. When well, I, it's too late for me to realize that was him. Okay, thank go you. Go ahead. For saying go that. ahead. We're coming. In, we're flying. We, we finished the show in Tampa. I'll just be honest about the whole thing here. Uh, Saturday night and as soon as the show's over we just get on the plane and fly back we flew back private and so we get back and we fly to the private airport because Giannis probably ain't going to be at Southwest Gate negative mm-hmm. um, where we will be sometimes he's not mm-hmm. flying spirit right and so we walk <laughs> in and I see a guy I thought he played for Nashville he, so had, he had a, a jersey on a, is it FC or SC SC and he had a Nashville SC black jersey with a yellow tag across the front that said Nashville SC. And I see him sitting and there's like four people in there, four or five people in there. Just you saw around. him sitting? Yeah. I saw him standing. Oh, I would have known it was him then if he was standing. Uh, he, he was standing. standing. He was so he's standing. I go, wow, that's a really big soccer player. Oh really? Yep. Re- I thought that soccer player looks very familiar. How would I, kn- I don't know any of the soccer players. That's what I thought. And so we walk out, I walk out and my wife's behind me and she comes out. She goes, do you not want to say hi to Giannis? And I was like, Giannis who? Like if there's any other Giannis <laughs> in the world. Oh, you mean Yanni. Oh. <laughs> She's like, Giannis was sitting in there just like hanging out. She noticed him? Immediately. And didn't say a word to any of us? And I said, how did you know it was him? She goes, well, I recognized him. She's a big NBA fan. Uh, medium big NBA fan. Enough to know Giannis. Yeah. And she goes, then he stood up. And I was like, oh, that's for sure Giannis. She goes, when he stood up, I for sure know. Dude, he was gigantic. She, you know what she said? He was so tall, but he, he wasn't as thick as she thought he would be. That's accurate. Was he in just like a, a jersey or he like a lot a, of clothing? Or no, 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 no. Nashville He was jersey. Winnie the Pooh. He had only a jersey on top and it was completely naked. In the nice. Jersey. Here, and you he, still didn't notice him? Here's the deal. <laughs> there were probably six or seven people there waiting. He was one of them. They all had Nashville SC stuff on and they were speaking a different language. So I immediately, my brain just went to their soccer players. That's it. Period. Then I saw Giannis. I go, that's a really big soccer player. I'm like, why would a soccer player be that big? Like, why would they want to be back? And I saw his face and I said, he looks familiar, but I don't know who he is. And he's speaking a different language. Don't know. And all that and you still, he was standing up. He was speaking He said hello, Eddie, and you still didn't know. He had a Greek salad in his hand, a basketball (laughs) in the other. The buck mascot was standing behind him. That's it. Antetokounmpo in the back of his jersey. God dang. But you know, like I had the same thing. Somebody was just like, wow, you didn't say hi to Giannis? I'm like, Oh my goodness, that's Giannis. So I go back. You went back? I, oh yeah, I went back. I went back and he was walking out the door. Would yeah. you have said something? Absolutely. I had my phone out ready to take a picture, 100%. I would have said something because when I go up to people, they never know who I am, but I have such a weird name, especially in a place like that. They just are like, Bobby Bones, it's gotta be something. So I'm just gonna act nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Because they have, he would have no idea, but if I said, hey Giannis, I'm Bobby Bones. Good to see you. He'd be like, sure actor, singer, oh God, I don't know. And Pirate. He, did, he just would have, yes. <laughs> he just, <laughs> anything, man, who knows? Mm, he, and, and usually they're just nice at that yeah. point because you just say it with like 
confidence. Yeah. Hey, man, Bobby Bones. Right. Oh, cop. Uh, hello. And there's a chance, you know, he listens to the top. Trust me. No chance. <laughs> Country top 30, man. I don't think so. No. Nope. But it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, yeah, that was freaking Giannis. Yeah. I did see Rory when we were playing at the uh, Memphis FedEx St. Jude Classic. Mm-hmm. Getting all my classics mixed up here. A lot of classics. I did see Rory walking downstairs. And we were there, and we weren't teamed up with Rory. We were teamed with Sam Burns and, I don't know, some other dude I'd never heard of. Victor Hovland, I think. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'd never heard of him either. Um, but he was a top 70 golfer, mm-hmm. which was weird. And so we go, and we're all practicing. And everybody's there. you just standing around. And Rory's coming like five feet from me. I'm just about to go, hey, Rory, what's up? How's it going? Bobby Bones. Hey, Bobby Bones, yeah. <laughs> and DJ, my brother-in-law, my caddy, goes, that's Rory. And I'm like, well, now I can't. Oh, oh no. Loud enough for Rory to hear. Well, maybe. So yeah. I, I couldn't be like, hey, Bob Bones. And he's like, no, you guys just freaked geeked out on me. Uh-huh. So, but I would have said hi to Rory. Rory ripped. Rory was put together well, but he was in a golf shirt and jeans, but he wasn't like a bodybuilder, but oh, okay. he definitely was in shape. Is he tall at all? No, he's short. Short, right? I, I, well, well, you know, when I watch, I have him kind of pinned out the way I think they look. I see him short and stout. Is he a teapot? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. God dang, man. Um, I don't, uh, he seemed pretty tall. I don't know. Tall? He's, he, was a, he was walking downstairs, so he was above me. Okay. So, uh, bet, so that's why he was tall, because yeah. he's up, upstairs. I bet he's probably 5'11". says 9. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's short, dude. Which means he's 5'7". Did they lie on that? Yeah. Wait, so, okay, so, the, so Giannis, that's, I mean, he looks 7'3". Yeah, they have to be honest about basketball height, though. At least more so because that's actually part of the game. He's okay. listed at six eleven. Yeah, Giannis is. Yeah, that to me when I saw him, like oh, that's that's seven. That's over seven feet. You're mm. close. Hi, you're close. Yeah, you guys check out our video show. It's up. It's at the link in my Instagram or it's on the YouTube page. You can go to Too Much Access Bobby Bones on YouTube. Too Much Access Bobby Bones and watch because Eddie and I went to the Carolina Panthers training camp. And hung out with those guys. We have South Carolina coming up, and you can watch us playing ball with this guy here. By playing ball, I mean he's good and we're not. Yeah, <laughs> this he's awesome, man. Yeah, he's such a good dude. Like, I, you know, they're you know they're also really young. Yeah, I, I don't. You don't realize that, you know, because you, you feel like you just feel like people on TV are older and smarter. Yep. But he, to carry on, Jonah was awesome. So here we go, uh, DK. DK. He's he followed re- me on Instagram. Did he follow you on Instagram? He did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a redshirt senior who's been with the program for six years. He was granted another year of eligibility because of COVID. He was the MVP in 2021's Duke Mayo Bowl as a quarterback. He was named South Carolina Mr. Football in 2017 while in high school. He was nominated for the Warfel Trophy this season, awarded to a player who shows a lot of active work in their community. You can follow DK on Instagram, Carry On Joiner, or at 20... He had a weird name on Twitter. Can't underscore stop Cinco? Yeah, I think he's oh, wearing five. number five. Yeah. Got it. Or Can't stop five. Cinco. I like that. Yeah, but it's just too, just, the names are way too different. <laughs> and is he still number five? Yeah. He okay. Is. Good. All right. But it's like you need the names to match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know, one of the one way or the other. Here he is. Uh, really enjoyed it. Here he is, South Carolina running back, Dakarian Joiner. So this is the indoor facility. It is. How often do you guys get to come and practice in this air? Can it feels good in here? Yeah, it does. Never. Oh, that's why? Because it yeah, feels good yeah, so you yeah, don't we, get to practice We're here? never in here. We're always outside, man. This is like one of the nicest indoor facilities I've seen. It honestly is. Like, you know, I was, I grew up getting recruited in different places, and this is definitely one of the most impressive indoors I've seen in the country. What about South Carolina? 
what, when you came, what attracted you to come to South Carolina? The fans. Um, we have very, very, very loyal fans. Um, I always say, you know, never know really, really well. They're one of the best fans in the country. Um, but they're very honest, which I, which I definitely appreciate. That's what I wanted to be a part of. But definitely a, a family, a family atmosphere um, makes me feel at home. I feel all the love from here. So that was definitely one of my top priorities for staying here. Coach Beamer, what's he like? Do you ever get to spend time with him as a dude? Oh yeah, for sure. But the thing about Coach Beamer, he's always, he's always Coach Beamer. Um, on the field, he's a coach, but off the field, he's, he's a really good guy. Very, very personable. Um, he wants to be involved within your life, your family life. Uh, we're a really great guy. Cares a lot about each and every one of us, and that's what we appreciate the most about him. What's the hardest position? Because you have played them all, like all twelve positions, and there's only eleven. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. Like you've made up positions. Yeah, not for sure. What's uh, the hardest playbook wise to have to learn as as part of the whole scheme of the offense? It's gotta be quarterback though, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say everything. that. Yeah, quarterback for sure. But the the good thing about me, I started off there, um, so I kind of started off at the highest and the hardest. Uh, you know, position playbook-wise, but then, you know, from there on out, I mean, it kind of gets easier, but all the positions kind of tie into quarterback. If you uh, play wide I'm, receiver after you've already played quarterback, but you kind of know, like, I like, sometimes I'll be interviewed by people, but since I interview all the time, I know what they want. Exactly. So if you're a wide receiver, you know, like, the little things, that you, right? With, with the quarterback wants, and, that, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, that's why I really enjoy wide receiver. Um, I'm now I'm playing running back, but wide receiver is definitely cool because, like you said, like you know what the quarterback wants. You know what I'm saying. So I've seen it from uh, both perspectives. So that's why uh, that was kind of like my edge playing wide receiver. So you're playing quarterback. Are you playing running back this year? Yeah. Did you have to put on more weight, but since you you kind of in the middle of it more? Um, I didn't have to, uh, but I did. I think it was definitely beneficial for me uh, being able just to take the amount of blows that I'll be able to take. Um, my strength, my screen staff, and my nutrition staff have done a great job of allowing me to, you know, be at the weight I'm at now, and I'm, I feel prepared. I feel strong. Uh, so I think it was definitely beneficial for me. Did you lose any speed at all? Not at all. So you gained weight, but you didn't lose speed. I don't understand. Strength and conditioning staff. So you, okay. So <laughs> you if I have one, the easiest part. Well, if I have one of those, then I'll gain <laughs> speed, and you even if I gain will. weight, I promise you. <laughs> God dang. Well, what are we wearing? Good, good weight, though. Yeah. Good weight, though. Not so, that weight. Do you have to eat on a regimented schedule? Um, for, for the most part, but it's really all about what you eat. Um, High-protein foods, um, not a lot of carbs and stuff like that. Uh, but I was able to, you know, I kind of do a balance of both. Um, and while I train and lift, uh, that kind of just adds on well, kind of balances stuff out. If you are a quarterback and a wide receiver and a running back, you've played all the skill positions basically on offense. That means at any time in the backfield, you're in motion. You're then a wide – I mean, you're basically a wide receiver even though you're coming out of the backfield. And I'll say this, NFL-wise, pro football-wise, like that is what is wanted in the NFL now because they're – guys that just run the ball up the middle, as valuable as they are and as strong as they are, you're seeing now that – NFL teams want them for one contract and they're done. But it's yep. the guys who can catch the ball as well. Do you feel like there's a real value for longer than this year with what you're doing? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, especially you see guys like Debo Samuel, uh, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of guys in the league being able to play a lot of different positions. Uh, B. John Robinson coming from Texas going to the Falcons. So definitely my value and the value of playing multiple positions is definitely being able to do a lot of different things. Uh, being able just to be an asset to you know, multiple different positions and being able just to be an asset to a team. Um, definitely unpredictable. You want to be an unpredictable guy. You don't You don't want to be one-dimensional, um, especially not in this league where defense is getting a lot of faster. I um, mean, you know, guys super talented now. So, TK, you're from Charleston, so you're not far from here, from home. When you were growing up and you were 
obviously such a good athlete. Did you know all the other good athletes in the area? And there was a you, club? Yeah. Oh, I never got invited to that club. You, you know, like, did you know them? And did you, like, you guys, like, oh, keep up with each oh, other? Oh, man. Yeah, for the most part. There is a club. God damn. Hey, we're not in it. <laughs> said, yeah, I didn't even know there was, like, a group like that. Like, a one, one text message thread of all the exactly. good athletes? It kind of actually was. I was blessed enough that a lot of the good athletes went to my high school. But we had a lot of different guys also to, around uh, around the city that was pretty good as well. So we definitely all supported each other, kind of, kind of being where I'm from, North Charleston. I'm not not, not the most prettiest place. Um, it's a place that a lot of guys don't really come out of. So we definitely use that to our advantage and, you know, stick with, stuck with each other. Was able to just communicate with each other, kind of uplift each other throughout that time. I'm a little upset at that. that all the It's, again, like all the cool kids have their own place to hang out. I knew it. And then here I am over there just waiting for any text message while Never they're all like, hey, how fast you run today? How's your protein intake? <laughs> Golly. Feelings are hurt. Uh, when you were a kid, was playing college football a reality to you, or did it seem like, man, that's only what people do on TV? Yeah, not at all. Um, I kind of seen it. My dad was like a Florida Gators fan or something like that. Uh, but I never thought it was tangible. I mean, it was always a dream, but I never thought I was going to have the opportunity to actually uh, go play college football. So I didn't really pay uh, pay a lot of attention to it. Not inside. I was about 14, 13 years old whenever I received my first offer. You got an offer at 13, 14 years old? 13 from here. Wow. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> You're going to hurt his feelings again, DK. You're 13 and you got an offer from the University of South Carolina? I'm Steve Sperry. I know I seem old, but yeah, definitely. So, does that come like a letter in the mail? No. Does he show up at the house? No, that, this was an in-person thing. I came it's here That's awesome. um, off of Bluff Road where they used to practice. Uh, I came to a showcase because they were already kind of recruiting me. And then I came to a 7-on-7 seven -seven tournament. I showcased my talents and I was blessed. To, I mean, he called me on my way, uh, on my way home on the bus. And offered me a full ride scholarship. I, I didn't even know what it was at the time. No. Like at thirteen, I'd have armpit hair, <laughs> and it, you're getting a full ride scholarship. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely didn't know what it was until my coach explained it to me, and then I realized I was going to have an opportunity to, to pay for school and get a free education. So then I was, you know, all for it. When you were in ninth grade, did you play much on the senior high? How did it work at your high school? So um, in eighth grade, I played junior varsity. Junior varsity. Um, my freshman year, in ninth grade came. Uh, I kind of. We, were, we already had a, a quarterback that was playing already, so they kind of tried to put me in different positions, but it kind of really wasn't my thing. And then I, I took over um, at quarterback towards the end of the year, and went on and had a successful career. Um, at, end at of what year? What year? Uh, my freshman year. You played. You, st you started at quarterback your freshman year. Yeah, and then 2015, I was 15 years old. We won a state championship, 15 and 0, this, at williams Bryce Stadium. Story's getting crazy. Were you crazy. just so much faster than everybody? It's like rookie league on Madden, like rookie mode. Is what it feels like. Like I can run, you know, a corner all day long. I know I can, if it's one on one. If there's a single high safety, I know they're in man coverage. I'm about to bust around. Was that what it was like for you? That easy? I mean, it seemed to be. Uh, my freshman year was kind of difficult, but once I got the hang of it, I was. I played quarterback. Everything was kind of just natural. I mean, I, I was blessed with the abilities to be able to just ball like that. I guess. I never balled like that at anything. Nope. We weren't blessed with that ability at all. DK, what was it like? Like, did you come back? I still want when you when you committed. Did you come back and tell all the 13. girls, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to South Carolina. Like, I'm already set. I didn't even have to tell them. They knew. They kind of already knew. Um, I was blessed for the, the national spotlight to be able to, you know, everybody kind of paid attention to it. So I didn't even have to tell them. Who did you decide between when you, did you commit at 13? Nah. So I actually went on to receive 52 offers from schools all across the country uh, everywhere I, I had in mind but my last two schools was 
North Carolina State in here. So I was battling between these two schools. That's crazy. Hey, so were you just like king dingling dude in the dude, hallway? He's, he is right now. He has been at 13. <laughs> he's like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I time. now submit to you. You are my leader. <laughs> so what? what is life like? Like, seriously. Like, like then or now? No. Oh, the whole time? Your whole life. Like, tell us about everything. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Yeah, so you're born, right? They're, they're like, this baby's awesome. <laughs> You got a scholarship offer out of the womb. Spurrier saw him come out. <laughs> Cut the umbilical cord. That's a heck of an umbilical cord. We offer him a... I oh. see the movie already. Yeah, what What is it like being like that dude on campus? No, I mean, it's it's definitely a blessing, man. I, I don't even look... Honestly, I don't even look at it like that, man. And so um, people come up to me daily, you know, kind of express their gratitude for me, uh, talking about how much they appreciate me and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm a very humble guy, man. I don't even look at it like that. But um, like, I guess it's cool uh, being able just to... Uh, I have a lot of supporters that I really appreciate, man. But it, it's been cool, man. I really appreciate it. I try to take advantage of it um, and just show love and support to everybody. We're like double his age, fawning over him like I a know, fangirl. I know. That's showbiz, though, baby. Hey, That's- when he says taking advantage of, like, what do you, like, call the restaurant? DK coming in. Yeah. Table four. DK coming in, please. Got all my butts coming. I mean, I don't, I don't want to just, I mean, to a sense, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to yeah. say that. But, um, Let's go. I do. I can be like, yeah, I'm coming. Uh-huh. The yeah, club. yeah. Hey, hey, clear the club. We're Bojangles. It's DK. We're, we need that booth in the corner. We got hey, it, It's definitely a blessing, though. Um, able just to take my family out, um, get a reservation wherever I want. You know, just have a good time. Um, it's definitely a blessing. A perk to a sense, but uh, I've definitely earned it. Um, and I'm blessed that. All right, final three questions. Yep. You talk about family. You got you got a new family member, about five months old now, huh? Oh, yeah. What is, sure. it, what is it like being a dad? It's everything. Uh, at first, I was definitely scared. Um, at first, I think that's a lot of people's first reaction, being this young. Um, but it's been everything, man. It, it's been the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, being able to wake up to my daughter's face every single day keeps me going. Um, definitely, definitely my why. Uh, I'm going to ask you a personal question, DK. That wasn't so, personal about a baby? This is a real, real personal one. Do you wear a cup? What? Wait, wait, what? And I'm asking this because my what? My, my nine-year-old son, he's playing football. Okay. He's like, he's like, I told him, I, you need to wear a cup, dude. Like, when you play football, hands fly everywhere. And he's like, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to wear it. A cup? Isn't that from, like, the <sighs> 60s? Do you wear a cup? I used to, but I don't even think they make cups anymore. Yeah, I don't either, dude. Well, they ha- I found them at Dick's, dude. They have cups still. Well, we don't provide so, cups. So, so you're like, if a hand comes flying at you, it's yeah, You just got to take it. Wow, uh, that is, is not good. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like even that. It's not that I don't like the question. I don't like what that's I. That's a good question. That hurts. It just hurts. It just, <laughs> yeah, that hurts so bad. Yeah, that's why I told my son like you want a cup. Oh, I'd grab if I was a defensive player and he came through. I'd grab a twist. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm just letting you know right now. I would cause... grab a twist. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm never playing against yeah. you. Yeah, I might need to slide over. We're always on the same team. That's, that's the way to make sure. But you know, people do grab like like bottom of a pile. Bottom of a pile. Bro, I've never got crap. Okay. I wouldn't do that anyway. I was just kidding. Yeah, no way. No chance. No chance. All right, final question. Here we are. This is your last year. Like, what are, what, what's the goal of your final season at the University of South Carolina? Yeah, I mean, the ultimate goal is to win a championship. I mean, I know it sounds cliche to say, but um, all the twos are in front of me. All the twos are in front of my teammates. Uh, for uh, for us to have the one of the biggest successful years of all of our lives. Um, but I know me personally. Um, my personal goal is, is just to be healthy, um, be healthy for all 13, 12 games that we're, that we're going to have. So I know when I, whenever I'm healthy uh, and I'm the best version of myself, my team is better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm a good asset to my team. So um, I just want to be the best version of myself, be healthy so I can help us win games. We appreciate the time. Yeah, appreciate man. You, man. 
it's awesome. Like this hand was got to offer a thirteen. This is, this is like, yeah, you are. Look awesome. at that. Yeah, hold it, hold it, wow. hold it, extra. That, yeah, that hold it cool. extra long. That feels like my new hero, man. This is crazy. Okay, uh, good luck, South Carolina Gamecocks. That's a do right here. Thank wow. you, guys. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, that's it. This is first episode of season two of 25 Whistles, where our plan is to only do 25 episodes, but we're going to do more than that. I don't know. What the plan last year wasn't. <laughs> we were supposed to do 25. How many did we do last year? Ooh. 70? 70 something? Yeah, we were close to 80, dude. I know we for sure got to 69. <laughs> that I do know. Yeah. Why do you remember that? So if we're in the mood, we just do another episode. Yeah. We're only contracted to do 25 whistles and that's we blow at the end of the show that's what i like about you dude you know like you agree to something and you're just like eh, we'll do more than that me i'm like what do we agree to 25 you got it we did 71 it's <laughs> awesome yeah i want people to know if they work with me they're gonna get as much as i can possibly give but you're not scared of setting a precedent i didn't set it 25 I set the president at 25 well now they're like he did 71 last year it doesn't matter <laughs> so if we do 68 this year dude we're in trouble contractually 25 whistles okay may we do 60 that was a little excessive 71 you promised 25 or (laughs) did everybody get paid because we did so much and they're like wow we're gonna bring you back and give you a big deal wait you all got paid don't worry about that anyway (laughs) (laughs) that's it wait what (laughs) we got a new logo it's me as a referee still looking pretty good new 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 shot it's a new referee shirt yeah i don't know what head that's from though Hmm. I don't know what picture that's you're, from. you're happy wherever that was from. Happy as a, happy as a freaking clam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's one of your new headshots. It has to be. Yeah. I wonder which one it was. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, we will, you know, please like go to the 25 Whistles feed. We do extra episodes over there sometimes that are smaller. And um, if you don't mind, go over to 25 Whistles feed and follow the show over there. Like it. Also the YouTube. And we will see you guys on Friday. Right, Mikey? Yep. All right. Uh, blow us out, Kevin. All right. Here's the first whistle of the year. All right. See you guys next week. Bye, everybody. This week. See you guys this week. Bye, everybody. All right. (laughs) 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.